Hello and welcome to the Second Tier Betting, your specialist podcast for punting on the championship. You've got yourself a championship expert in me, Ryan Dilks, and your pro tipster. It's only Jimmy El Punto. Jimmy, how are you? Good, good, better, better for the uh, for the uh, new nickname. It's Sorry. your it's your Spanish alter ego. Um, I don't even know how you say how are you in Spanish. I really should know. It's really poor for me. But everything good with you? Yeah. Yeah, my alter ego's Spanish alter ego. Yeah, everything's good. Excited to be talking <laughs> bets, bets, championship football. Absolutely. This is the second tier betting, ladies and gentlemen. What me and Jimmy are going to do is we're going to give you our two best bets for the championship this weekend, then give you a long shot and then give you our treble for this coming weekend. I don't know about you, Jimmy. The weekend's games that we've got in front of us are a tricky set no. of games. I, I found them hard to predict but I'm, i've got some bets here that i'm very hot on so we'll get on to them very shortly as always please come up responsibly and when the fun stops stop before we do get on to our bets let's see how we did last weekend jimmy how did you get on um, good profit but not ideal the derby they did it i got half a point lost you beat me in in our first little head to head of the season um one nil not not a game for the purists i don't think luton were particularly uh poor but uh just a game of low margins sometimes how it goes i do think luton probably edged it next best forest both teams to score they cruised really to um to another victory forest did steve cooper's side i i, I was surprised um by how little Bristol City really offered in that game, but I was probably probably credit to um, to Steve Cooper's side uh, becoming the more complete package. And then my long shot, Remy Vita Barnsley's left back saved the day. He was carded at eleven to two, um, so happy days in the end, really. Um, but yeah, it took my, my my two strongest fancies let me down. So it took it took the long shot to uh, to bail me out of a of a of a disappointing. Uh, weekend personally but uh, strange how it works isn't it betting your two best bets don't come in and then your long shot comes in out of nowhere and uh, saves you for the weekend strange my nap wasn't a winner last weekend it was Forest winning both teams to score the first Bristol City game not to be both teams to score this year Mm -hmm. which was disappointing because I was really hot on that one my next best bet came in which was Luton to beat Derby that was 10 to 11 my long shot was Tomins to score against Blackpool he did have a chance wasn't a golden mm. chance per se, but it, it is what it is. Uh, the good news is, Jimmy, our treble came in last weekend. Fulham, Luton and Forest all to win. Sailed in. A tenner won you 57 quid from Betfair. So congratulations Ooh. to anyone who lumped on that last weekend. Let's see how our treble mm. does later on in the show. Before we get to that, let's have our best bets this weekend, Jimmy. What have you got? Just quickly, we're up to 41 points now between us for the season. Um, we, we've doubled the profit. Uh, the, our points profit. We've got 20 points in the last seven shows. So from your clean sweep at the end of January, we've just been sort of quietly just um, doing quite well. But that it. probably means yeah. probably means there's, uh, there's some bad there's some bad shows coming up results wise. But <laughs> that's the spirit. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, my my nap is. Um, it comes from Deepdale Preston game against Bournemouth. Uh, I've gone both teams to score. That's uh, seventeen to twenty with um, William Hill. And just like you were touching on at the start of the show, some weeks just do seem tough to sort of squeeze out any potential bet, bit of value here, bit of value there. It's just the way that 
how competitive the championship is. But I am quite strong on this. Um, and I start off with the host, Ryan Lowe's side. He is sort of quietly going about his business quite well. Um, his new, his new, his new clubs in switching from from Plymouth in late November, and I'm a big fan of, of the work the work he's done at both of his both of his uh, last two jobs. Uh, he's, he's he's took charge of 14 Preston games. Uh, that they, in terms of goals that they've averaged two a game, which is pretty average. Both teams to score as landed in 64. percent So if you were to base uh, the both teams to score price purely off that percent average during Ryan Lowe's tenor, then that the price does represent value, but obviously there's more to it than that. Um, his north end side under low have only failed to score in four games. That's four out of 14. Um, un- perhaps unsurprisingly, that's Swansea away. We all know how Swansea can monopolise uh, monopolize possession and really restrict chances on the day. So maybe uh, maybe them, them failing to score at Preston is not that surprising. They also failed to score at the Den. Again, a tough place to go. Millwall flying at the minute. Um, and Huddersfield and Forest. Now, Huddersfield, uh, interestingly, 40% of their games have ended without a goal. 31% have seen one or less. More than half, nearly 60% have seen uh, unders land for Huddersfield. So no, perhaps, again, no surprise to see um, Preston failing to score there. But if you're looking at those, um, excluding Huddersfield, those three games they failed to score, Millwall, Forest and Swansea, they generated an XG of just under uh, three Three goals. So the underlying data in those games perhaps suggesting that there was there was unfortunate, not not to not to do more. Um, as for as for Bournemouth, both teams scores landed in their last three. Uh, they've conceded in their last five. Looking at uh, over a similar period since Lowe took over at Preston, that fourteen games they've they've actually conceded in eleven of their last fourteen, and that's a run that stretches back till till late November. Um, and looking across that period of 14 fixtures, only Barnsley, Cardiff and QPR failed to score against them. But Barnsley generated an XG of over one and a half goals. Cardiff racked up one of just over one goal and QPR um, just shy of half a goal. So even in the games they failed, they've kept a clean sheet. Sorry, Bournemouth. They, they've, been, they've been fortunate. And, and that's reflected by their, their goals against, in comparison to their expected goals against over that 14-game period. They've shipped 17 goals. Um, but the underlying data suggests they should have conceded 19, 18.91 to be exact, which is, which is an overachievement of uh, over a goal and and a swing of around um they conceded in around one zero point one five goals less than they should per game which is pretty boring pretty marginal but it's around about saying that that they have been overachieving but they have still been shipping goals so uh yeah I, I'm going for both teams to score here the bottom line is I think it'll be an exciting game between two quite offensively obliging teams uh, and I don't want to hang my hat on either so I think goals goals is the way to go. That's understandable. Ryan Lowe is the kind of manager who likes to have his team on the front foot, no matter who they're playing. So I'd be very surprised if that's any different this weekend. So yeah, it makes complete sense, Jimmy. My nap this coming weekend, similar vein to what Jimmy said, is under 2.5 goals and both teams to score no in Hull v West Brom, which is 11 to 10 at Bet365. These are two teams really struggling for goals right now. And I seriously struggle to see it being a goal fest. West Brom in particular are really struggling right now for goals and for results. Of course, they've got one point from seven games, but in those seven games, they've scored just once. Earlier in the season, the problem was they were creating chances but not putting them away. 
now they're not creating many chances and the ones they are creating they're not putting away so it's a very very uh, worrying time in front of goal for West Brom and in terms of results as well Hull they're not much better they scored three against Peterborough at the weekend a good result for them but posh a bottom of the table for a reason and prior to that game at the weekend Hull had scored just twice in six games the coach shot at Avaladzi has come in for a bit of criticism about his style of play they don't really control games and that's led to them struggling to create chances they're also suffering an injury crisis up front Tyler Smith Played at the weekend, he scored, but it was only his first league goal of the season and has featured more off the bench than in terms of starting games. All in all, under 2.5 goals in both teams to score has paid out in six of West Brom's last seven games, while it's paid out in nine of Hull's last 12. So the signs are good for this game to be lacking goals, and I think that's going to be the same here. The fact that you can get this just above evens, I think, is a really, really nice price. I was going to go both teams score no, which is five to six at most places, but adding in under 2.5 boosts the odds just over evens, which I think is a good price considering the only way this is going to be over 2.5 and both teams not scoring is one of these teams scoring three or more goals, which I'll be very surprised about if that did actually happen. So that's my best bet for this coming weekend. It's under 2.5 goals and both teams to score no in Hull v West Brom, 11 to 10 at bet 365. Jimmy, any thoughts on that one? Yeah. Um, West Brom shouldn't have sacked for Larry and Ishmael, should they? They should have just let him be. <laughs> no, I think, right um, behind that. Yeah. Yeah, I think um, whoever's in charge at the moment, the club's just a bit of a mess. And I don't think it really matters who's in the dugouts. They've gone from a manager who is quite inexperienced at championship level to one who's very experienced at championship level and mm. nothing's changed. In fact, it's got even worse, hasn't it? But that's by the by. Let's stick with the betting, Jimmy. This isn't the second tier podcast. Let's get on to next best yeah. bet. What is your next best bet for the championship this weekend? Uh, yes, my next best is uh, it's from a fixture on Friday night at the John Smith Stadium where Huddersfield take on Peterborough. And I'm wincing a bit. It's one, one of the sort of... Uh, it was a selection that was tough to back. I, I just found it too overwhelming evidence, I thought, in, in support of it. So it's under 2.5 goals, 11 to 12. That's uh, best odds with SBK. Um, and I'll start with the host. They they have lived in the realm of fine margins all season. Um, I touched on it earlier. Five of their 35 fixtures have ended without a goal. That's 14%. 11 have ended uh, with one or less. That's 31%. And... Um, 20 as, uh, of their fixtures this season. I've seen this bet land. That's 57%. So, if you um, again, this bet is uh, valuable just, just based on, on those statistics. Of course, like I said last time, there's, there's more to it than that. Looking at the recent form, though, the, again, Unders has copped in four of their last six and eight of their last 11. And now looking at the fixtures over that last 11 sort of uh, game period, that the games have featured 22 goals. That's an average of two per game. And the underlying data says this is sort of bang on uh, as, as the, both, all teams involved, all 22, uh, all teams involved in those fixtures have, have generated an XG just over 22. Um, talking about the Terriers living sort of in the realm of fine margins, it, it's also supported by the fact that they are one of the best teams in the league from set pieces. 13 goals uh, it is the second highest total. So it sort of supports that idea that 
their games are tight, attritional. There's not much between them and the opposition. And I think it lays sort of a nice foundation as to why why I fancy this bet as the general consensus this season. If you want goals, don't don't go near Huddersfield. Now, the reason I I, I was sort of grappling with myself as to tip this or not is Peterborough. That they are just literally one of the worst sides in the league based on current form. I mean, you look at expected goals against from open play, they are the worst side. Actual goals against from open play, the worst side. Away from home, which they are on Friday, four points won, the worst side. Wins won, the worst side. Uh, they've lost 15 uh, goals against 45 away from home, that is. And goals for, they've just scored nine on the road. Um, so overwhelming evidence that they are um, the worst side in the division, the worst side away from home. And yet, I I fancy this game to to run close, and that's because um, of, the, of the new man Grant McCann. Um, he was he was positive despite a three 0 loss at home to Hull. He was talking about signs of improvement in his uh, in his post match uh, press conference. And his side work was genuinely unbelievable against City in the Cup on uh, Tuesday. And and I, I do genuinely think we're in for a tight, um, low-margin game. Um, but uh, that is despite everything that uh, that points to Peterborough being the worst side on the road in the division. So I, I, I think um, the, the, the stats do, and do point and show that this is a valuable bet. But... Uh, at the same time, don't be surprised if if it Huddersfield thump him. Lovely stuff. My next best bet is a bet builder. It's a bet three six five bet builder for the early game on Saturday. I've gone for Alexander Mitrovic to score and Fulham to be winning at half time and full time against Blackburn eleven to five at bet three six five. As usual with any bet that involves Fulham winning or. Alexander Mitrovic scoring. I don't think I need to do much explaining, but more than two to one for this price is juicy to say the very least in my eyes. Since the turn of the year, Fulham have played nine league games. Mitrovic has only failed to score in two of them. Fulham have, winning, have been winning at half-time and full-time in more than half of their games this season. And they're coming up against Blackburn, who managed to get things back on track with a win against QPR last weekend. Prior to that, they had failed to win in five and didn't score in that time either. It's difficult to see them getting a result against Fulham, who are just ticking along nicely after getting a, um, just getting three points when they want to, really. Um, the bet that I've mentioned of uh, Alexander Mitrovic to score and Fulham to be winning at half-time and full-time has paid out in Fulham's last two games. The biggest hurdle here is, can Fulham score in the first half? Which obviously needs to happen for the half-time, full-time aspect of this bet. But across the course of the season, they've shown their fast starters and they've scored more than half of their goals in the first half of games. Should they do it here again, it's difficult to see a misfire in Blackburn's side having much of a reply, considering that Blackburn have struggled for goals in recent times. And as we all know, if Fulham score nine times out of 10, it's going to be scored by that man, Mitro. So I think 11 to 5 is very good value here. When you're going through all the um, full time result markets, it's difficult to find much value out of the games this coming weekend. And Fulham look to be the most nailed on winner for the week and uh, trying to squeeze out any value here. This is the best I could find. So 11 to 5 at Bet365, Alexander Mitrovic to score and Fulham to be winning at half time and full time against Blackburn. 
Uh, shall we do a long shots, Jimmy? This is always my favourite bit of the show to see what crazy bets we've pulled out of our ass this week. Let's see what you've got. What have you gone for? I've uh, gone for a huge game at the foot of the table between Bar- uh, Derby and Barnsley. And it's, uh, I'm, uh, I mean, Bassey at uh, any time. Uh, 11 to do with 365. Chris and uh, Shirley Bassey by the uh, Barnsley faithful. And he, he's... Um, he certainly looks a player. Two goals and an assist against Borough. And he, he took the mick, like genuinely took the mick out of uh, Lumley with both goals. And and Dyke Steele, he made him look full as well for the second. Beautiful goals. Um, and he looks a real player. He's got a career goals per 90 average of 0.29. Uh, might not mean much to you, but translated directly to a price that would make anything of uh, five to two or over valuable. Obviously, like I've been saying that on for every bet, there's more to it than that. But he's um in his last four seasons, he's um scored seven, assisted uh seven. That was in his last season. The season before that scored six, season before that four, season before that seven. Uh and, and that's in pretty pretty limited game time uh, in France. He's not playing every minute. Now, the potential issue with this bet is it's such a big game at the foot of the table, uh, it could be fatal for for uh, Derby in the grand scheme of things. So and these these fixtures are usually very, very tight, low margin, settled usually by a set piece or, or not at all. Um, that being said, Barnsley look settled. I think the the game against Borough and Hull uh, was the first time all season they've named the same 11 uh, back-to-back. And I think that speaks about uh, to the fitness and to the manager Esparg, you just sort of finally getting a tune tune out of uh, out of the boys from Oakwell. Uh, interestingly, in those two fixtures, they scored five. Um, now, according to the XG, there was a tad fortunate, but with the quality they brought into the side, I'm talking Bassi and uh, and Queener, uh, and and the return of um, Morris up front, who just facilitates those those sort of uh, quality players. It it might not it's, it might not be such a coincidence at all. Um, and also a quick word on Bar uh, on Derby. Sorry, uh, Lawrence is back now. That automatically makes Derby a more uh, better team offensively. So I, I, I'm sort of leaning to, towards towards a more goal heavy game, contradicting how how these how these fixtures usually go, just because of how Barnes the the quality the offensive quality Barnes they've got, and and obviously the fact that Derby do ultimately need three points from this game. So. Uh, I think I think we might see goals in this game, and I don't think there's any better player to get outside than Bassey, given given the start he's made to uh, to life in uh, South Yorkshire, England. So my long shot is Bassey anytime, eleven to two with bet three six five. I really like that bet, Jimmy. I really like that bet. Bassey has been electric since coming in from Mets on loan, and uh, that price is a juicy one. I, I'm going to be getting on board with that this weekend. My long shot is one that Jimmy the Punt will absolutely love. It's Dara O'Shea to be booked in the Hull v West Brom game. 5-1 to one at Bet365. Who'd have thought that for once in our lives, it'd be me doing the cards and you doing the goal score. It's usually the other way around when we do our long shots. <laughs> it? Um, yeah. I'm revisiting this game again because not only should there be a lack of goals, but there could very well be an abundance of cards. And I say that because the man in charge of this fixture is Jimmy the Punt's best mate. It's the boy, James Linnington, the championship referee with by far the most yellow cards per game this season. 
He's averaging around five yellows a game. In fact, since Christmas, he's not had a game where he's given out fewer than three yellows. And on more than one occasion in that time, he's handed out more than eight cards. So simply put, he's a card machine and he's guaranteed to be handing out some in this game. So I was having a look around from the players who have been playing recently for both sides. Who's the best value? And the one who stands out for me is Dara O'Shea. The reason being, most importantly, he's up against Brandon Fleming. This boy loves to run at defenders. He hasn't played that many games this season. He's only come into the team in the last couple of games. Um, but over the games he has played, he's averaging 3.4 fouls a game, which is more than Callum O'Hare, who's been the most fouled player in the division. So he'll be directly up against Dara O'Shea, who's usually a centre-back, but has been playing at right-back in the last couple of West Brom games. So we've got an out-of-position defender up against one of the players with the most fouls per game in the division, with the most card-happy ref in the division. <laughs> Obviously, ticks a lot of boxes. So that's why I'm going for that as my long shot. But before you start lumping on, I'd just be wary that Darnell Furlong might return to the side. He's obviously been the first choice right back for the majority of the season for West Brom, but he has been starting um, on the bench recently. It wouldn't surprise me if Furlong returned to the starting lineup. So if you're having a bet on it, feel free to put it on, but I would cash it out if Furlong is starting because that would mean that either O'Shea isn't playing or he might have been moved back to centre-half. So just one to keep an eye out for, but otherwise that's my long shot for this weekend. I'm really high on that one. That's my yeah. uh, uh, Dara O'Shea to be booked in the yeah. All v West Brom game. Have you got any thoughts on that one, Jerry? Outrageous. Everything you need. <laughs> centre-back playing at right-back. <laughs> Opposing an absolute foul magnet with the with the with my favourite referee in the world in charge. It's unbelievable. And I'm just go. thinking when you said um so he's given he's given oh, I forgot what you said, but you said he's given six or more cards more than once eight already this year. This eight year or more. This right, year so he's handed out more than eight cards on more than one occasion. <laughs> he he loves it. I would just think because I, I would just thought I thought I'll check something while you're talking. Then over three cards each team, so that's four a piece. Obviously, I know you're not always going to get the fifty percent split, but that's sixty-six to one. I don't know if anybody fancies that. I know it's not a particularly big, important game, but given how Linnington is, it might be when he's got game in charge of games. It might be worth just looking for audacious bet builders when he's got the whistle if it's an important fixture. The man is like an old lady at Christmas. He's just <laughs> handing out cards all over the place. Um, and I love the fact that when I was going through my reasoning for that bet, Jimmy the Punt's face lit up like a Christmas tree. So that's my uh, long shot this weekend, ladies and gentlemen. It's Dara O'Shea to be booked in the Hall v West Brom game. 5-1 to one at Bet365. Ticks a lot of boxes as long as he's not playing centre-half. Right, treble time. Of course, this came in last weekend. And our treble for this weekend is this. It's taken into account my nap and next best and Jimmy's nap. So we've gone for Mitrovic to score, both teams to score yes in Preston v Bournemouth and both teams to score no in Hull v West Brom. £10 pays £64 at Betfair. That again is Mitrovic to score, both teams to score yes in Preston v Bournemouth and both teams to score no in Hull v West Brom. £10 pays £64 at Betfair. Right, before we wrap things up then, Jimmy, can I get you to just go through all your bets for this coming weekend? 
Yeah, my nap is Preston Bournemouth, both teams to score. That's at 17 to 20 with William Hill. Next best, I am going unders uh, in the game on Friday night between Huddersfield and Peterborough. That is 11 to 12 with SBK. And my long shot is um, Shirley Bassey, anytime goal scorer, 11 to 2, bet 365. That's in Derby's game against Barnsley. I mean, Bassey, for anyone who doesn't know, who can't find Shirley Bassey on there, <laughs> anywhere. My nap for this weekend is under 2.5 goals and both teams to score no in Hull v West Brom, 11 to 10 at Bet365. My next best is a bet builder. I've gone for Alexander Mitrovic to score and Fulham to be winning at halftime and full-time against Blackburn, 11 to 5 at Bet365. My long shot is Dara O'Shea to be booked in the Hull v West Brom game, 5 to 1, at Bet365. And just finally, our treble is Mitrovic to score. Both teams score yes in Preston v Bournemouth. And both teams to score no in Hull v West Brom. £10, pay £64 at Betfair. As always, please gamble responsibly and when the fun stops, stop. Good luck, everyone, with your bets for this weekend. Hopefully it'll be another profitable one for us all. This has been the second tier betting and we'll be back again on Thursday, we have got midweek games, but it's not a full round of midweek games. So we'll stave things off until next Thursday when we go through the next weekend's games in the championship. So, Jimmy the Punt, thank you for your time today. Hey, you've got me all giddy for uh, all West Brom now. Just going to be waiting for team news <laughs> for like 48 hours. Yeah, my pleasure. I've been Ryan Dilks. And to you, listener, thank you for listening. Thank you.